Hey guys, Timon here. Uh, excited to share another conversation with a Goshen influencer. Today I had the pleasure to sit down and talk to Sadie Sanchez. Came about again by uh, the internet. Uh, just posted something and someone tagged her and uh, then we sat down and talked. So uh, she has a wonderful story. We went in depth for a lot of different things and uh, really, really love her story, her passion, her heart. Um, you guys will see that. So uh, look forward to that. And I just want to let you guys know that there is a little bit of language. Uh, so, you know, take that as it is, uh, but a little bit of explosive language. Um, but a wonderful conversation. Really enjoyed it. So without further ado, uh, Sadie Sanchez. Cool. All right. Welcome. Uh, introduce yourself. Hello. I am Sadie Alejandra Sanchez Velez. I am a 22-year-old from Aguascalientes, Mexico, but I've been living in Goshen for eight, approximately like 18, 17 and a half or 18 years of my life. Nice. So, yeah. Like 375 months. Yes. Or yes. The exact Specifically. Month. Specifically, <laughs> yeah. 12 days and 37 hours. Yeah, that's, 20 seconds. Yeah, 20 seconds. That's cool. Well, welcome. welcome Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, we've already been kind of talking a little bit. Right. Um, and we've just been all over the place. Um, one thing I want listeners to know, she's allergic to strawberries. So Yes, I am allergic to strawberries. So. But I found out you're a risk tape taker. Yes, sometimes so. I do risk it and eat a couple and I'll be fine. And then other times, just like the hives get me. But it's yeah. fine. It's, it's worth it. Is it like physical strawberries or like artificial strawberry I can I can have artificial like I can have like cake, like artificial strawberry cake. But okay. if it's like, if it comes with strawberries, sometimes I'll be careful. Other times I'll be like, fuck it, like I'll just, I'll just, have <laughs> just, let's just go for it. Right. Oscar, yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. Do you think that eventually you'll grow out of it? See, I thought I did, yeah. and then like, cause ever since I was young, like the first time I had an allergic reaction, I was my mom said I was like one. One and a half. Oh wow! So, um, like my throat was closing up. So I was like, "Oh, by now I'll be, I'll be good." And then I actually got like tested, like at the do- at my doctor. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm still, like, yeah, no. yeah. That's so not hopefully, good. so I don't have to like worry about it. I had a coworker who was allergic to shellfish, oh. and um, he said after seven years of figuring out he was allergic to it, it stopped. And okay. You could eat oh. like shrimp and stuff again. He that's says, so cool. He said every seven years, the cells in your body reproduce so you completely like they'll die and then grow back within seven years they'll completely replace itself and so hopefully those seven years go soon yeah (laughs) let's hope so but shout out to your mom and dad for uh being great parents and feeding you strawberries honestly shout out to my parents for giving my first allergic reaction well i mean they're trying to keep you healthy i'm sure yeah it's better than pepsi right right and like Hot pockets or uh, whatever. I, I hate know. those. Yeah, I, don't, like I don't know how people pizza can rolls. I can do those. Okay. Um, like with the extra cheese. Yeah. And like the, yeah. But I have to eat them with the ranch, or like they're not. With ranch, right. so you just like take a bite and then dump the ranch in it. No, I like dip, dip and okay. then yeah. You should think about taking a bite. <laughs> <laughs> I like stop petting your dog. He starts crying. Oh, he's like, so good. He uh. He loves to get pet. Yeah. So he's a pretty big part of the podcast. Joe is. He likes to make his really known. therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. He's making me less nervous. Good. 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 Yeah. No, you're you're fine. He just he just wants to chill with you. So <laughs> he's a good dog. Unless <laughs> unless he's yeah. So unless you're uh, yeah black. So then he's not so nice. 
I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She's a rescue. So with rescues comes a whole baggage of you don't know what happened in his past right. life. And so we're, we're not even sure how old he is because we got him from people who got him from pounds. Okay. So it's like we're removed a couple. So for a long time, he didn't like a lot of people. Um, like he didn't like little kids and stuff. But it was just like him time. like being like. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever situation happened. he was in beforehand. But now he's 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 fine. So. He's actually like really softened up and he's just kind of a big cuddle bug, which I love. So. I love how short he is for his size. Like it's, I've <laughs> never seen a, I've never seen a dog like that. Like, yeah. you know, he's just this like little potato dog. Oh, he, he's sneaky too. So like if I ever leave my room open, mm-hmm. he'll like jump into my bed oh. and he and just, he wants to like, he just wants to sleep right next no, to me. No, you're, our dog likes to jump up on our kitchen table and like eat. Like sometimes no we'll have like bowls of fruit or yeah. like um, we'll leave something out that like strawberries on like, the table yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't die um, like we'll leave something out that like needs to like either like cool down before we put it in the yeah. fridge and like we'll like not look in the kitchen for a bit and he's like jumping on there and eating just, and oh we're my like, gosh oh, what well, you said it was a boxer boxer Boston Terrier mix so well, he um, he's just a little smaller like yeah. I feel like the Boston Terrier just makes him look a little smaller yeah but. yeah it makes him a little smaller what's yeah. his name. Chapo. Chapo? Chapo. Like the drug dealer? Like the drug dealer. I love yeah. it. Okay. Uh, mostly because he likes to run away. Just like <laughs> like any ch- any chance that he gets, he like l- like bolts out. Like um yeah, so he likes to escape just like the drug dealer. So Chapo. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. his that's his name. He gets, he gets out of the craziest things, like drills tunnels. Honestly, mad props to El Chapo. Like Honestly. I don't honestly, know. I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how you did that. I don't know either. He yeah, I I listen to podcasts and uh, they talk about all. Like he paid off a bunch of guards and he runs deep. He runs deep. He knows what he's doing. So I mean, if you if you know how to handle those situations, like props to you, I guess. I, I wouldn't know how to handle that situation. Either. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, um, so you're in photography, right? You're like a photographer, but not really a photographer. But you're definitely a photographer. Right. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that, but I want to know first, um, what do you, do you work anywhere else right now? Or? Yeah, I, I do photography on the side, mostly okay. to like keep myself busy or mm-hmm. like um, for me personally, like I, I go like I've had like a really long history with like mental health. So if I like don't keep myself busy, I it's so easy for me to like fall back into like a really like dark place so i always have to be like doing Doing something something. yeah Yeah. and um my full-time job is at dutchman rv oh okay Um, i i don't like it but that's another reason i started doing photography is to like ease out of it um something you enjoy right yeah and it's not that like i hate my job because the only reason i like is my coworkers. okay just the people right um what i do isn't that hard i just inspect like the outside of the RV is like anything that's crooked, damaged, um, doesn't look good. Like I just tape it and then it gets fixed. And then every unit that is like our brand, like our line, I've walked. So oh wow, yeah. so you've walked through it and checked it. Right, everything. like every every day I do ten units. So like I don't even want to do the math of how many I do I've done in like so a year and a half. Wow, wow. But yeah, um, yeah. jeez, yeah. Yeah, 700, 800 units. That's crazy. I blocked all of those. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. Yeah. What specific unit are you in? Um, Do you, like, what line are you? Um, right now, our 
our my old plant 801 merged with another plant um because we're running like taller units and it's um it's all like the astoria aerolite line so it's like astoria aerolite and atlas okay so those those lines are the ones that we run that's cool. They're fairly big units. So yeah. They're not they're not travel trailers. They're like fifth wheels. Right, right. So, so the whole house and everything is it. No, so I live. In, I told you I live in Florida. Um, right. It was so cool, just seeing, like Jayco and right. Dutchman and you know. Because you're like, like I know where those Forest River. Yeah. You're like and you're you know, like you're like I've, I've, you know I know where this is made. Mm-hmm. I know where this is from. Right. And so it's cool to see that all around yeah. the world. Not around, but around the U.S., you'll see any type of RVs from mm-hmm. this area. Yeah, I think so, it's really cool. Like, yeah. I have a friend. Um, I don't know if I can like drop his like username here, but his drop name it. Is, You're welcome. His to name is uh, Roberto, and he lives out yeah. in California. And shout out to um, Roberto. So shout out to Roberto. If you make amazing music. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. If, if yeah. you want to drop it, you can. If um, you I forgot his him. Instagram name. It's okay. like um, classic Roberto. But um, I saw one of his posts, and it was like there was an RV, and it was like a Jayco one, and I just thought it was cool, like seeing one like all the way across. The... I yeah. know they're like very common, but like I was like four thousand miles away. There's right. a Jacob, but yeah, I it's think so, it's really cool. That is super cool. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Are you guys slow lately? I've heard um, it's been going up. up actually. Down. Since we're merging with this plant, at first, we we only started running, like, four units a day. And it was just so, like, we could, like, get into the... Because they were different. They're different units. So, like, we kind of started off slow to, like, get in the, like, routine. Because I have a yeah. process. Like, my job is, like, a process. Yeah. So, um, You do these things. You work this checklist or whatever. They um, yeah, I have, like, stations. Like, I do it by station. So, oh, okay. Um, so, you're checking these things at the station, these things at that station. Um, I check everything at station i don't know how to explain it without it's it's like a continuous like cycle gotcha. so like first thing in the morning we start at 4 30 in the morning Jeez. but i i know it's really early but yeah. like like now um on the weekends my body wakes up at three like three three fifteen how do you just, party um <laughs> i don't <laughs> just kidding like it's it's, like, so, <laughs> it's so hard to stay up late when like you're used to like waking up so early right but um Red Bulls. Red Bulls. Shout out to Red Bulls. Yeah, shout out to Red Bulls. Um, sugar free or sugar? Sugar. Okay. Sugar. Sugar. I like the um, sugar free ones, but I um, yeah, we start at 4:30, and like the first thing I do is like walk the first unit at station one, and like every unit is like a station. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I tape in station six, so I tape everything that I don't like or like any anything that's like crooked, damaged mm-hmm. in station six, and it that takes me like 30 minutes. And then station three, I verify that everything got worked off properly. Like, I have a Reaper guy that, like, he's, like, my butt buddy. I call him my butt buddy. Like, <laughs> he follows, He follows. like, we're with each other. Like, we're together all day. And then yeah. he works the unit off. And then I verify that it's done right. If it's not done right, I, like, I have a radio. I'm, like, calling group leaders all day. I'm, like, hey, I need, I still need this done. Like, can you please come help me out? Yeah. Like, I, I want it done before I'm done walking my, my station one so I don't have to put the line on hold. Because that's, I hate putting the line on hold. It's, yeah. like, the worst thing I, like, yeah, I, everyone's like, I hate why? doing it because everybody's like, like everybody hates me for it. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, it's my name on the unit, not yours. So like, yeah. I'd rather get it fixed now than later. Yeah. But um, it's a it's a stressful job, but I I really plan to get out of it soon. Well, yeah. that's that's cool. I, you're, you're probably learning a lot of cool things and like how to manage under stress, and right. how to deal with yeah pleasant things, and how to communicate. A lot with of people. codes. I've been learning a lot of codes too. Oh wow. Yeah. So hopefully, like, I don't have to work there much longer but 
I'm yeah. going to give it a couple, like, more months and then ease my way out of it. I have one question about that. Yeah. Um, and then we can move on to a okay. different subject. What's it like driving? Like, I've seen the traffic in Goshen at 2.30 oh and at 4.30. Um, I just want to know. So, for someone who who has only been caught in it once in a while. Right. Like, what's that like every day? Like, early in the morning. Um, Is it harder early in the morning or harder in the in the afternoon when you guys leave? And when do you... Like, do you when, mean, like, traffic-wise or, traffic like, wise? physically? Cause well, like, yeah, I guess physically is <laughs> tough um, in the morning. I would like, say that traffic-wise... For me, being, like, so, like, as panicky as I am in the morning is, like, terrifying. Because, well, thankfully, I live, like, on the south side of town, which is close to Syracuse. Like, oh, like cool, I, yeah. I just, like, take, like... You live over by my parents. Over by the Super Walmart. And yeah, yeah. Supply. I live yeah. right in front of uh, Prairie View. So, it's, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I all exactly I got to do is, like, take a right at Keystone and then take a right. So, and you're then, in and out. That's right. awesome. But the thing is that, like, people are in such a hurry at that time to get to work early that they forget how to drive properly and yep i can't tell you one morning that i haven't almost got in a car accident oh, at geez. that four-way because people are just like Busting like through. yeah like like i don't know who gave them their licenses but like a four-way <laughs> a four-way is like who gets there first yeah like you go before the yeah, other there's person a right away. and here yeah. it's like not a thing and like, yeah. it's like multiple people going at one time right. it's like, oh my god it's really scary but um yeah. in the afternoon it's not that bad because we do get out relatively early like what time do you get out um recently like noon oh that's so nice like yeah. sometimes 11 30 noon um sometimes we do have like problems that we run into and like a couple of weeks ago i did have to stay till like 5 30 but that's oh my word i know that's really rare but it's um was it like a, a it was a yard walk it? so we had to walk every unit for it they found tire uh, they found they found paint behind the lugs the um on the tires oh. which can like lead to like a problem like down the road so like we just checked all of the units and it took five hours oh jeez. it was terrible oh that's awful was it like on a monday it or? was on a wednesday oh my gosh yeah it was pretty bad oh that's terrible so you just got home slept went back yep i woke up and did the same thing Jeez. <laughs> yeah it's it's tedious but yeah well it's i'm sure you're learning a lot of good stuff from it though i'm sure you are but it sounds awful so what what do you want to do like what's your i i want to do a lot of stuff okay and i i don't know how to answer that question because it, there's like a lot of different things i want to do but like i definitely want to work with a, like organization okay that um you said you worked at the boys and girls club for a little yeah bit. i used yeah. to work at the boys and girls club like right Super out of cool. um right out of high school i started working there and then um i i've always worked with like special needs and then after that i was working at the middle school the goshen middle school as a special needs para oh that's cool so um i some i special needs has always been like a passion of mine like um just like working and helping anybody with like um quote quote like special needs um i really want to get involved somehow with like an organization and like somehow do like photography for it or like any type of like um content creation for them right would would that look like uh photography and films and some like graphic design or is it like just mainly photography Um, mainly photography i'm not that big into graphic design honestly just like i I'm not. I don't think I'm that create that creative. Well, you know how to do Photoshop, which is a 
plus. Now, I'm I guess. I'm still learning is it photo- Photoshop. Is, is it Photoshop? Yeah, I'm still learning Photoshop. How do you edit your photos? Uh, Lightroom. Oh, okay. Adobe Lightroom. Um, the classic one. I don't like the newest version, so I, I use like the, the older, older, older version. So much better. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't stress how much better it is <laughs> than the newest version. Yeah. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Sorry, Adobe. Sorry, Adobe. That's... You'll lose, like, two people. <laughs> like. <laughs> that's, I mean, if you don't have to pay something for a higher cost for something that's worse. Like, right. Keep the better I, one. I like it so much better. So, you're doing photography. Tell me a little bit about that. So, I started. How... Okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what? Sorry. I was going to say, how did it start? Like, what? You said you started in February, but like, right. you said, and also the Boys and Girls Club, we had a little bit of talk before this. Right, so. and like, um, well, like, I want to start like a little further back in like Good. high school, like my freshman year of high school, I um, I took a lot of, um, I was like, my freshman and sophomore year, I was involved in a, in a lot of clubs, like, um, I did a lot of art clubs and photography, and I was... I know I hate bringing this up because it was like the worst like thing like in high school, but like GTV I did for three years and like that's when I learned how to like use and like function a camera and then that's where I also learned how to use um, Adobe like Premiere Point for like videos and stuff. Yeah. And um, and then while doing that, it was also my um, independent study. Was it? Is that what it's called? Like. Did you go to Goshen? No? Okay. So, um, Sorry. <laughs> um, independent study is like a whole period that I had for GTV. And then I would like edit the, the, um, what you just shot kind of, no, or? I was like the main editor for the, like the, the show. So like I would, during that time period, I would like do all like the video segments, getting it ready for the next morning. So like, oh, it's cool. easier in the morning. So you're prepping the next. Right. And then. Okay. During then, I would also work on, like, projects, and I did, like, photography and videos, but that's where I, like, learned. That's and then started. I took a little break. Like, I always knew I wanted to do something, like, along those lines, and then just recently, I started doing it more seriously, like, in February. Sorry, I had a burp. Oh, you're fine. Like, just in, just in February, I, I, I bought my, I purchased my camera and, like, started doing it, like, seriously, because it's something I've always wanted to do, so I was like, why not just, like, go in, like like just like do do the thing instead of keep like procrastinating on it yeah mm-hmm. so that was kind of like your leap into right it. yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably had to put a lot of money into the camera and yeah burp, so I feel like. but yeah. yeah you put some money into that and you're like okay well i need to make this back i'm I, I'm, I'm fully into this now probably right. yeah so well, that's cool now uh how has that grown since since february um did it start out with like a couple bookings or did you were you kind of like right at the start i was like well, I was I was working a part time job at the time too. So I was okay. I was working my full time job at Dutchman, oh, and wow. I was working my part time at um, Sephora inside JC Penney here, oh, wow. here in like the Concord Mall. Yeah. Um, and Some then, makeup. Yeah, and okay. then like, and then I, I started working in like the jewelry department because like oh, I didn't cool. like Sephora. Okay. So um, I was like. Working in the jewelry department just to like at Sephora or at JC Penney. At JC Penney, okay, yep, yep, yep. it's terrible. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Zero out of ten <laughs> would not recommend Sephora um, or JC Penney. Both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it's just like, it's just like, why work retail when you can just like 
do something like it was just for extra money at the point like yeah. at that time it was just like oh like i'll just make extra money and then i started realizing like i don't need this and like i don't need this negativity in my life and oh, then yeah. it was it was to the point where it was like i hated going to work there because there was so much drama and i was like I'm was it the co-workers or was it the management. people management yeah there was a lot of it wasn't just me it, there was a lot of problems that were getting like needed to dress and they weren't because it had to do with management wow. so it was like i was like i'm just gonna i get my two weeks i was like i'm yeah, I'm, I'm done yeah yeah and then what was i saying so that's so that's you were doing those two jobs oh, yeah. and you and would then, start doing photography and then i started doing photography and i had um i had a friend that um worked at or still works at sephora and she's always done like modeling or like pictures for other photographers and she was um she was the second person that I took pictures of. The first person I took pictures of, I literally took the day after I got my camera, and it was Abe. Yeah. Yeah. I took his pictures the day right after I got my camera. And was it like for his sad dad stuff? Yeah. Okay. I've um, interviewed Abe. I just really, haven't posted it. So I love him. I love him too. Um, hi, I'm Abe. hi, Abe, if you're listening. Yes. What's up, Cocho? <laughs> and then I, love I him so um. Much. I was driving home and there's there's this like building with like really cool like black and white stripes and I was like oh my god like I would love I would love to take pictures there and then I um we met up or like I picked him up and then we went around taking pictures but that was like my first time really like like doing like photography and I I loved like being able to like I love capturing like a moment for a person and then just like being able to edit it and then publish it it's just like yeah, I think it's great. And each person's unique, so I'm right. sure you're trying yeah. to capture different. Moments. Yeah, and I hate you when kind of vibe with like you captured a vibe with Abe. That's what I felt. That's what like, I loved. I'm gonna yeah. actually go back and. He was be, wearing yellow, right? Right. It was, yeah. The yellow, yellow yep. season. Yep, yellow season. And um, I'm gonna actually. I've been thinking about going back and like re-editing those pictures because it's like my editing has changed quite yeah. a bit. Well, you're doing it probably way more, and you right. just learned so much. Yeah, from that. like now I look at those pictures, I'm like, oh my god, like I could have changed. I could have changed so much, and like, I yeah. can. So like, I'm going. I'm going to. But um, that was my first time really like diving into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. I really liked it. That's so mm-hmm. cool. So, um, well, give a shout out to your photography business real quick. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, you can, can find f- me on Instagram okay. at Sadie Sanchez Photography. Okay. And then on Facebook, it's the same thing yeah yeah and are you going to change it to ss photography um i feel like i'm gonna give myself like a week to like really think about it Mm. i really like how it sounds like better than like like my full name because i don't really like my full name like i'd rather have like ss photography and then it's just more simple which like i want everything to be like simple and sweet i don't want it to be like easy to remember easy to yeah ss photography Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah but then you have you have your name which is yeah i see it it's like how you want to brand it how you want to do it i I feel like ss just sounds better yeah uh i don't know i'm really there's one bad thing that goes with ss secret service like the nazis (laughs) not that i would think of a like that's that's what i was going for yeah that's what i was going for it's just nazi photography (laughs) oh my gosh no but no i think i don't think anyone would really think that I, I mean, so. if you it did, did pop so in my mind real quick, but I was like, nah. nah I didn't. I, I honestly, the fact that I didn't even think about that, like, That's, okay, I'll change it back. No, no I'm really no, indecisive. No. Like, I really, I really like photographers that have like really cool names for 
their like Dreamweaver photography or something like that. Yeah, like I ha- um, my friend Sonia has um, timeless memories, and Ooh. like I think that's so cool because like when you do take pictures and stuff, it is like a timeless memory. Yeah, like literally is because you can like look at it and anytime and it'll be, re- recall yeah, right, emotions and everything right. that happened. Yeah. But I'm just like um, I'll just name it after myself. <laughs> that's cool though. I like I like the idea of. It, I mean, it's kind of who you are, too. So right. it's like you're promoting yourself and your skill. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like the idea of, of naming it after yourself, too. I mean, my my podcast is called Timmy's <laughs> yeah, Podcast. So. I'm currently working on... Um, I told you, like, how I mentioned my cousin's a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, we're working on, like, a logo and, like, watermark just because I have been, like, indecisive. Now, yeah. like, I have to, like, finalize it so she can continue working on them. So, yeah. So yeah. you're at that crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be SS, it could be Say Sanchez Photography on Facebook, on Instagram. Which one do you like better? Or which one gets you more clients' bookings? Um, honestly, the algorithm of Instagram is kind of weird. So um, I know a lot of, I follow like most, um, most of my like Twitter, like the people that I follow on Twitter the most now are like photographers from like, um, like there's a, there's a lot of photographers that like I look up to, like their work, like I really like admire it. And yeah. um, they're always posting on, like, Twitter. They're posting, like, how, you know how you can view your insights? Like, yeah. They, they, yeah. they post that compared to Instagram. And, like, they'll have more followers on Instagram. But the amount of attention that their work gets on Twitter is, like, completely, like, like so much different. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to share things on Twitter. Like, how do you, you – you can send to them, DM them. Right. But it's not popping up on timelines like right. it is on Twitter where you retweet a thing. Right. And – yeah, just I like so I like Instagram like the way you can lay stuff out and like make it look like a <laughs> make it look like a portfolio kind of and yeah. like really like um, and then Twitter's I I post my pictures at Twitter too but I, I feel like people go there just for like memes and um, funny content yeah, politics so, yeah, oh gosh, so yeah. I still post it on there but I do like my fair share of memes and content yeah yeah so you would say. Twitter then is better or Facebook is better because it's I would say that I have booked more people through I'm I'm not even sure between Twitter because you're using all three of them together right I wouldn't say between Twitter and Facebook I've booked more than Instagram wow yeah I just feel like I don't know I just feel like that uh, that algorithm really like yeah it's it's weird yeah doesn't it doesn't help promote that's tough though yeah yeah but then again i don't have that many followers on instagram so that might be part of it too yeah interesting okay cool what personally what uh social media do you like best personally i really um wait like from a photography standpoint or like personally oh twitter 100 percent like twitter or reddit i love reddit yeah yeah um i'm really i don't know why but like ever since i started working at dutchman i i really like when people um like redesign rvs like on the inside and like I, I follow a lot of photographers that like live in RVs and like travel. Oh, that's cool. They like the travel. tiny house movement right, right. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Um, I I follow a lot of people on Instagram that like redo RVs and like they travel and like they work at the same time. Sorry, <laughs> they Joe. travel and work at the same time, which I think is really cool. And like I yeah. I actually like want to do that someday. Like I yeah. think it'd be sick. And then um yeah, 
on Reddit, all I do is like watch like woodworking. Oh, <laughs> like, that's I think so it's cool. so cool. I think it's so cool how people can like create anything out of like wood. Like yeah. With, especially with like resin. I think that's so cool. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. Resin? No. Resin? Okay. You're on. I think um, that's the right word. That's yeah, I, I love it. when people make like cool tables and stuff. I oh, don't know. Yeah. That's all I... I'm, that's cool. I'm so lame. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's so cool. I watch um, people solving puzzles on YouTube. <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's, that's super lame too. So, or have What you seen kind of puzzles? Just like the puzzle boxes. I don't know. Uh, I watched this guy and he, he like... He had this puzzle and he's like pushing out drawers and stuff and each drawer pushed out a different drawer and then he got to the bottom what? of it. Yeah. It took do you like, do puzzles? I do do puzzles. Really? Uh, I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've ever done a, like uh, a big, like a, yeah. Yeah. I, probably like two a year. I don't, I'm not crazy about it, mm-hmm. but you know, a whole puzzle, the whole table is all yeah. puzzle at some time, some, at some point. I like it because uh, it helps me think differently okay. about things. I think... The way I think and the way puzzles are, it, it just helps me grow and like I have to think abstractly and, and how do I get these? I'm not. I have to think about borders first. Mm-hmm. You know that's really easy, but then colors and how those coordinate and then the big picture and understanding the big picture to just where the these, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I get like way into it. Yeah. So and then it's the best feeling when you complete a puzzle. You're like, oh, what if yes. you did all that process and you're missing like two pieces yeah i would literally burn <laughs> down something <laughs> i would not be happy that would that would suck that's why i only buy new puzzles Shut. just scratching yeah he's a little well that's cool that's really cool yeah no i, I do like puzzles but not not so ton and ready i want to do one now that you mentioned it yeah heck yeah they're they're fun uh i would start out with like a 200 500 piece puzzle i Wouldn't was gonna go. go all out and do like Six thousand. Six thousand pieces. <laughs> Screw it. Might as well. Screw it. Just do it. Um, so tell me a little bit about your life story. How'd you get to Goshen? Okay. Because you've only been here for seventeen and three months and twenty-seven 12. days. Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen years. Okay. Months. Actually, eighteen. I I want to say I yeah I. I you got I, here when I'm, you were four. I'm trying to think, cause. I had my I had my fourth birthday party when I got here. Okay. Like we got here in August, and my birthday's in September. So oh, I nice. turned yeah, it's like eighteen years. Yeah. And then um, well, like going back a little bit, um, my mom is from Aguascalientes, Mexico. My dad is from Chihuahua, Mexico, nice. and um, it's always really weird how. Yes. <laughs> he has a toy. Is that his toy? Okay, yeah. I thought that's how he it's cried. A rubber chicken that he okay. like bites Sorry. on. That Sorry, was, folks. Um... There's a rubber chicken that chose by him. <laughs> so uh, my dad had actually um, worked in a circus, like for no a way. Really long... my, yeah, my dad had worked in a circus for a really long time, and that's um, so I, I always feel really weird when like I tell people that like oh like what does your dad do or like what did what did he do i'm like oh like a like a circus like circus family like <laughs> like and they're like what i'm like yeah like my dad's side is like from a circus family and like it's just really strange because people like associate like the first thing they associate <laughs> the first thing they associate is like animal abuse and stuff but yeah. like from what i can say from my dad's <laughs> let me go get that toy real quick <laughs> Yeah, yeah, animal abuse. Yeah, the 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 first thing I can say about like my dad's circus that he worked at was um, 
he was like an animal trainer there and he always talked about like how they trained the animals and it was never like abusive but like i still hate the fact that they were there like i like the animals do not belong there at all but they would travel all throughout mexico and then one time they like stopped for a show was in Aguascalientes like my mom's hometown and then that's how they met like my mom would my mom met him and then she went back to the show the next day to like see, see him, him again. again no and then way. um I just think it's kind of cool so that's, um that's so, that's super and then cute. my mom had me at 19 and okay. while um while she was pregnant she was living um in her hometown and then after I turned one, we I my mom and I traveled with a circus with no my dad way. around Mexico. And like I hate saying that because it's like it makes me sound like I was a part of the circus but I wasn't. Like right. I feel like if my parents would have never like immigrated here to the US, I would have definitely I would have definitely like done something in the circus, which I don't know what because I'm not talented. Like <laughs> I can't sing. I'm not flexible. I I don't know, like making food or i don't know right like, yeah probably like doing some like odd job like painting faces or something right but um i w- probably would have not been in that for a long but um that's yeah. so cool though that's how my parents met and then that's so my, cool yeah my mom little love story my my dad came to the u.s first because like kayla was talking about there was all this work opportunity like i listened to the podcast with kayla and cool. um yeah like all that work opportunity really like got my dad's attention so he was the first one to come over here and then my mom and i came when i was yeah like three almost four wow and then um my my parents like have worked here but my uh my mom and dad separated when i was 10 oh wow yeah so um up until then like it was all like nice and then my dad um had has always struggled with like alcoholism and up until like I don't want to say it was, like, the best thing that happened to us, like, when my parents split up, but it was, like, a blessing in disguise because for up until then, like, my mom was going through it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So she was dealing with those, what, maybe demons or whatever that that yeah. brings out. Yeah. Like, like, and so yeah. separating was healthy for her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we struggled. Like, um, <laughs> we definitely, like, my mom, like we were never like it was never like bad for us but my mom worked so much just to provide just to provide for us like that's that's why she's like my number like number one yeah 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 Yeah. what would you say she's like the number one influence on your life yeah like like any decision that i make she's like if you know it's the best for you and you have a good feeling about it she's like it's literally like a fuck it just do it from her like yeah like she's never said no like don't do this or like like um any anything that i like i always go to her for anything i'm like yeah. hey like i've been thinking about doing this and she's like like do it like she's like it's always like um like what like what do you have to lose from it yeah yeah you either You're, lose or it's gonna go really good and then if yeah. you never did it then you never know you, know? you never know if it was good or not. yeah i might mm-hmm. take him outside real quick that's fine okay he's making a lot of noise mm-hmm. take that's so cool though Wow, that's that's so cool that your mom is is your mom is just like right, you know, very and supportive like, and yeah, like um, for those 
for those 10 years that my parents were together here in the states um my mom went through so much like like domestic like domestic violence and um wow like she's open about it because like it's nice to like be aware and like tell people like hey i've gone through this and you don't know if they're going through it too and then sometimes they'll speak hidden. up right hidden. right and then um my mom was actually pregnant with my now 13 year old sister when my dad actually left my wow. yeah so your um, dad left right my dad my dad now lives in back in his hometown in in mexico wow. and um it's been really hard like um just keeping a relationship trying to keep a relationship with somebody that has caused you so much problems but at the same time has affected your life so much in like a bad way but like once like i said it was a blessing because now like my mom's the happiest she has ever been and that's yeah. like all i've ever like wanted yeah. you know but um that's all, yeah. yeah i've been trying to fix my relationship with my dad yeah and it's really hard like it's like probably one of the hardest things i've been working on this year wow yeah just like trying to communicate with them more and yeah and it's like you don't know when you're when you're talking to somebody with the addiction and you're trying to help you don't know what you're helping yeah i don't know if i'm helping him or if i'm helping his addiction so like when i'm talking to him i'm not like a hundred percent sure like what his intentions are but yeah. i know i know he he's always gonna love me i'm always gonna love him because he's my dad like i'm not right. i'm never gonna like and i don't hate him for what happened because it's an addiction and like when you study like the psychology behind an addiction you realize that you don't know what the fuck you're doing basically yeah. like or it's masked to you and you just decide not to see it right and it's easy to not see it because right. of your, what's in front yeah. of you he was doing so bad that like he, at that point for him like the best thing to do was like run away from his problems and like abandon his family and i'll never understand that but if for him that was like what he needed to do to like he like, probably wanted to save you guys from him right or something yeah like that. that's what yeah i don't know the situation something, something like that but wow. it's been really hard but you know like eventually like i want to go and visit and like just like rekindle that because yeah. i think it's so important to like Family's i never i never want to have that regret of being like oh like i was too hard-headed to like not mend this like friendship like right. really not friendship sorry but this relationship, relationship yeah. with my biological father like yeah i never want to feel like that wow. and not even for me like also for him be like i have three daughters three ad one young adult two adult daughters that never wanted to speak with me like that breaks my heart yeah yeah wow yeah that's that's he's missing out on some stuff but honestly. you know that 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 has shaped me yeah into who i am like like yeah just like all all of that childhood stuff 100 percent affected yeah. you and it is now who you are is yeah. because of that yeah good and, like, and bad but and like being the being the oldest sister like i am so overprotective of my over my younger sisters because yeah. i'm like i know firsthand i've seen stuff i should have not seen i i've like with I, your parents relationship or just yeah, even with my, with my on top with my parents relationship like yeah yeah I have like vivid memories like of me when I was younger. Like I know that's not good. Shout yeah. out to therapy. Shout out to <laughs> like, therapy. I know that's not good, but yeah, I have I have like vivid I have like vivid memories of like my childhood and wow. like that's affected me and like all I can do is like grow from it and like bring awareness to it. Like yeah, yeah. yeah when you speak about it too, the truth is just like 
to keep that pent up and hidden and to deal with it yourself is tough. And then when you can speak it out yeah. and other people so hear it, it and it's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like a refreshing, yeah. and, you know, it doesn't negate the fact that you went through it, but I think it might help with that stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so sorry. No, it, it's like, is he still life. caught up in the alcoholism? Um, thankfully I have been talking to him more recently, like phone calls. It used to be just like messages, yeah. but, um, I talked to him last week for almost like 45 minutes and he actually had surgery so he can't drink because of that and um, I did pay for rehab um, I want to say like I don't know how long ago it was but he didn't go through with it and he talked to me about it and he just said like his body has been with it for so long that it's just like the hardest thing for him so he's 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 been trying to like wheeze off of it and i think now he's ready again but i don't um i want him to like actually like stick to it and like go through with it because in in the part of mexico that he's living in there's like live in like rehab centers and like i'm all like i don't care if i like if i have to pay for all of it like i really don't care like yeah you want to get off yeah i want him to be good and like at his age now he's like 50 60? 52. Wow. Yeah. Like, he's hitting That's that good. age where it's like, you either, like, fix it now or, like, You're your dead. body is just going to, like, yeah. you know. So, I really I really want him to get better. Like, that's one of my my goals, like, yeah. to really get my dad on, like, the right track. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it's a, it's yeah. a deep passion. It'll be, it'll be tough, though. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But. Oh, that's awesome of, of you to actually just push through that. Even yeah, through all like, of that. Another thing, like, I, yeah, I always bring, I, every time I talk to my dad, like, I, my mom's, like, like, what's going, like, my mom's, like, still, like, wonders, like, I told her about, like, the whole rehab thing, or, like, she, she actually was the first person to, like, tell me, like, hey, you should, like, enlist him and, like, yeah, put him through that, because she's still, my mom knows, like, how hard it is for him, because he's been, like, um, he had been drinking, like, way before he started working in that circus, wow, yeah, so, like, I didn't know how long that was going on for. Wow. But, um, So it's yeah. just been all part of his life right. forever. Right, yeah. But what, uh, what does he drink? You know, like tequila? <laughs> Anything. Anything? Just Anything, yeah. Cerveza, beer, it's just... Mostly beer. Mostly beer, yeah. 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 That, does that make you a little cautious when it comes to drinking? Or is that... <laughs> I like, Because uh... <laughs> I've, I mean, I've seen you... Not that I would... You know, every time I've ever seen you... Right. You, I, I I drink socially, but it's never like, oh my God, like I'm craving a drink. Yeah. But when I do go out with my friends, like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have a couple of drinks, but yeah. I don't think it'll ever get to the point where it's like, I need, it rules I, your life. I need a drink. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because wow. I've seen how bad it can get firsthand and how it yeah. can affect a fam, a whole family. And cause it's, it hasn't only just affected, sorry, our relationship as like my immediate family, but like all of my all of my mom's brothers, all of my aunts and uncles have, like, known him since my mom was, like, 19, Whoa. 18. Yeah. Um, so, like, to them, it's, like, a brother that they lost, too. Like, they still talk, but it's not, like, obviously not the same because they know everything that happened. Right. Yeah. The things that he did and yeah. stuff. Well, I'll tell you, um, like, my mom went through a very similar thing with her. She'd be in your position mm-hmm. with her dad and my grandma okay and so it there is restoration that happens from the family mm-hmm. so 
it's just it's really tough yeah and my mom was the oldest and she saw some things that but she had me and her life is good so like i think there's there's definitely hope and, yeah definitely and for sure it, it'll, it'll affect you but it won't you know i don't think i think you have the ability to handle it you know and it sounds like you still like you you said you don't want hatred in your heart against him like that's so cool to hear mm. that they, like your heart's in a great place and you want the best for him so yeah like that's i don't really think that's good for anybody like if you if you ever hold something against somebody that like at some point was out of their control for like an addiction that's just like yeah it's not good it's not good yeah so has your mom remarried or yeah actually oh. my mom my mom is remarried um to my stepdad martin um shout out to martin shout out to martin for making <laughs> shout out to martin for making my mom happy no um they've That's been awesome. they've been they met like four years ago okay and they've been married for two years. oh wow yeah it's That's not a awesome. long time but you know still, like, it still matters yeah um yeah and he actually doesn't drink he's sober he's i don't know for how many years but he's sober like he doesn't drink at all that's cool so my mom went Your mom's probably like the total opposite. complete th- mm-hmm. like 180 yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's really nice that's and so he cool. actually knew my dad because it's also a really weird story how my mom know like knows him because we would take my dad to aa classes here on, oh okay um, what's yeah that? Lincoln? lincoln yep um, right over by that weird bike right, shop right there like the crypt or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah i know right exactly what you're talking about um we would drop him off for these aa classes and like whenever we would come pick him up sometimes he wouldn't be there or sometimes he would be there but he'd look a little tipsy so we were like oh like my mom would be like oh something's obviously going on and he would actually get picked up by his friends after we would drop him off and like they would go out to do you know that really sketchy bar like the white horse, white horse? <laughs> yeah no they would way. go there like drink and then like he would like go back for us to like pick him up but like my mom was smart enough to go like really early some days and then be like he's not here yeah and then actually the guy that is in charge of giving the aa classes back then is martin so like my mom would talk to him and be like do you know where like so and so is like my dad like so and so is that like oh no like he didn't show up today and then now that's my stepdad so that's that's so yeah cool. It's really, it's weird. It's odd, but it's nice. That's awesome. Mm. What does your mom do for work? Uh, my mom works at Viada in New Paris. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, a yeah. boat company. Yeah. So um, my mom, she was a, like, plant supervisor up until she got her carpal tunnel surgery. And now she's doing, like, um, she just, like, runs a machine that just, like, cuts pieces. It's oh, just, CNC like. a machine? I don't know. Oh, she, yeah. mm, presses a button and it does all the stuff and then i don't know it has like a it's like screens and like she chooses the i don't know what it's called yeah. she does yeah she likes it but um that's cool that's what she does yeah oh that's super cool yeah. <laughs> he uh he's he's jumping up this is uh, what's going on in here uh yeah. he can get up to the second pain as you can see that. It? yeah so <laughs> like i saw oh this whole body look, look at it and I go. <laughs> yeah. yeah but she's been there for like 17 years yeah 16 17 years yeah yeah when like that's like first job she got when yeah she got here. she's been working here for wow. working there for a while that's awesome yeah oh that's that's i mean it's a long time working. it's a place. long time yeah yeah but she also does like um like she's always done something on the side like 
Um, Ooh, so she's a hustler. My mom is a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, it. No, she's always been like, she always does like something on the side. Like, yeah. um, she's really passionate about what she does too. Like she'll, um, anything that she does, she like, like pours herself in. into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I just like in my, like literally like the only person like has like inspired me to like keep going. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. what does she do on the side? Like, what are some side things that she's done? Um, for a while, like, she did, like, a lot of, um... I'm gonna let him in. I'm sorry. Okay, you're fine. Joe. Joe's running the podcast. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. Joe's I'm dog. named <laughs> So sorry, people. So sorry. Everyone's so, um, for a while, um, she did like um mary Kay, like in yeah the, like yeah. she did that for like i don't know how long but she loved like being a part of a community of like women like it was for her it wasn't even like the whole like like making sales and like like obviously like that came with it like yeah she sold products and stuff but she just loved being like hanging out with, with empowered women yeah, yeah. And then, They're pretty powerful. The, the Mary Kay people like right around. It's kind of sus. Pink. It's kind of sus though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like low key a cult, but no big deal. But yeah, yeah. It's sus. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Chill, just chill, just chill, buddy. That's, cult. That's a, yeah, it kind of <laughs> is like a cult. So, yeah, so she she's a hustler. So she's the one that kind of inspired you to keep to keep going with right. the photography stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll even go to her, like, when I'm feeling, like, discouraged about, like, certain stuff. Like, I'm like, hey, like, I don't know how to, like, handle this current situation. And she'll, like, it's basically, like, she'll talk to me in Spanish. But it's, it's like, if you don't, like, if you don't try, who's going to try for you? You know, like, right. you have to, you're the one that has to keep. Push through keep it. Keep pushing, yeah. So, okay, you were, you were 10 when your parents broke up. Yeah. You were here at this point for six years. Mm-hmm. Have you always lived in the same spot? I used to live on Middlebury Street. Okay. Um, I don't know what side of town that is. South, uh, no. North side? North, north side, side? Towards Michigan? Yeah. I used to live on the north side of town. And then when my parents remarried, we got a house on the south side. Cool. Yeah. But I always lived like by the Boys and Girls Club area. Yeah. 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 yeah so I... Not far from here. Really? Yeah, it's like... It's, Didn't you say you used to live on the north, north side too? Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to live um, Queen Street, which was... You know, there's like that Russian... You know, I think you know what Queen Street. Queen Street, yeah, I know what It's like, that. you know, uh, when you go over the overpass, uh, mm-hmm. 15, and then there's that mural that's yeah. on the side. It's before, just like right before that yeah, mural. I know I that's down that. that way. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I grew up until like the two th- early 2000s. Okay. So... That's crazy. I moved here when I was four as well. So, really? Yeah. From where? Uh, Colorado slash California. Oh. My parents. What were your parents thinking? I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Well, my mom's family lives in just a little bit south of here. Okay. In Manchester, actually. Okay. So, North Manchester. So, nice. uh, I know Manchester College. Okay. Yeah, well. where my sister used to go. Yeah. So, I think she wanted to be close to the family. And my, my dad needed a job, and there was no jobs anywhere else, so he came to this area. Nice. And started working factories, you know. So, so I think that's a common theme of people in this area. Right. Um, is the factories. factories just brought so many diverse people to go shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I was talking to you, oh, I was getting my hair cut. I was talking to someone, and I'm like, it's crazy, because you can hear Dutch, you can hear Chinese, you can hear Spanish, you can hear English, all at one restaurant. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, 
and, then, and there's Russian people here. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different communities. A lot of Ukrainians. Ukrainians, yep, yep. Um, I know a lot of, not a lot. I know like three French people. Oh, um, that's crazy. Yeah. They have the Indian place. There's, oh there's yeah, I love the food. Oh, I love the food. food is banger. It's so good. The Shout sam- out to Rosie. The She's, samosas. The samosas. I haven't had those. Though. Are you serious? I need. I need a. I love them. Stuff. I usually go at uh, lunch and they have a buffet. Okay. So I just. I'm like. Loaded up. Yeah, I'm a pig. It's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. So I, I want to go back to your photography stuff. Okay. How did you figure out how to, like, price things and how have you built that up? Like, because now I feel like I've seen you do a lot more shoots and stuff. Shout out to Lowe's. That was dope. Oh, my God. I love doing that. So I'd love to hear about that and how that process came. But also, like, how did you, you know, set your prices? How did you figure out what your time was worth? How did that photo shoot happen? Yeah, that's one separate thing, but then also your business side. Well, um, business side, I want to say YouTube. I I, I watch, well, it's, like, a really easy source that, like, anybody has access to. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of YouTubers. I also, like, content creators, like, photographer so i always like go and like search like through videos that can help me out because some it depends everybody has different you know like everybody has different prices and this so when i first started out i wouldn't i wouldn't like charge at all it was like I need, I need to get like a portfolio portfolio, portfolio. started yeah. and um yeah i just needed to build that up and then um right now i'm doing 60 dollars. yeah and i send back like 20 to 25 pictures depending on how many yeah like i edit but um how long does this that usually take to edit to take the photos and oh um to take the pictures my sessions normally go for like sometimes are really short because people like want to like in and out Mm -hmm. or like know what they want or like um they only want like two locations um that will go for like maybe like an hour sometimes hour and a half i've never I, i actually haven't had a photo shoot go like longer than an hour and a half which like i wouldn't mind but i i have a long photo shoot yeah, yeah and like i do take a lot of pictures so it is quite a few to like go through and like my process yeah but, um and to edit that's like a whole different story because i'm not like i'm like super like picky i want to say so it takes me anywhere from like 30 minutes to like sometimes an hour per picture oh wow um, if you're doing 25 pictures you're not editing all those pictures, are you? Um, yeah. But the thing is that, like, Lightroom has this really nice thing where you can, like, if all your pictures are, like, kind of in, like, the same lighting and setting, you can, like, copy and paste and just, like, adjust certain things. Oh, that's which, like, is, speeds like... Speeds up a little uh, bit. Yeah, time, complete time saver. Jeez, but, um, then again, like, I have so much learning to do. Like, I have a lot of, like, photographer friends that, like, give me, like, feedback. They're like, hey, like like next time like change this and like i take all of that into like like i take all of it into like count like there's stuff that i i need to work on like um, like skin tones and like bring certain colors out making them pop a little more like just yesterday i posted some pictures on twitter and like i have um, a photographer photographer friend here that was like hey like you might want to mess with this tool because like it'll make it change if you work with it properly like it changes like the image completely and i did i worked on it like right after he t- sent me that i started working with like that tool and i was like holy shit like that, like i didn't even know of it and then yeah that's so cool though that 12 to like 25 hours for one photo session for 60 bucks like that's a 
You so this was picture. yeah, this was the before one, which I I is thought that Sonia? yeah yeah. So I really like how that looked like shout with the Sonia. yellow because this was yeah shout out Sonia, and then um she does photography as well yeah, right? yeah. and this and this memories, this was the original. Oh wow! And then I edited to that wow, and then he told me about the, that tool, and then it looks like that now. oh yeah so it's more of a, like a almost like a, a gold like right, a golden hue yeah. on the skin so it changed i think it changed it quite a bit changed so the whole vibe i'm gonna repost that one yeah <laughs> yeah but That's i love awesome. i love that the community is so like like wanting to help encouraging each other. and teaching yeah, and that's one thing i was really scared of like going into photography i was like i don't know if it's as competitive as like other content because content creators i feel like are very competitive like yeah like what any type of videos they put out i feel like it's like a competition to like who does more like who who's does the doing cooler, the newest better, thing right yeah. and the then, edits um, here and this and yeah. that and the, the idea but, yeah um, exactly so far it's been really nice like yeah. i i haven't felt like discouragement from directly from photographers no one's gone on and just said this picture sucks no, 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 no okay no. that's cool there are some haters out there on the internet, so hopefully they don't I know, find there's you. A, there's always some people that just want to see you. They want to see you do bad. They do. Honestly. They they just they want to hate. It's on everything, everywhere. It's like they really hate the fact that you're being successful and doing something that you love and are passionate about. It's really sad. Kind of, it's honestly kind of sad. Like, yeah. I don't know. If they find like a passion or something that they really like and then that goes towards them, they're going to realize like like why like you know yeah well here's the other thing is they have time to be hateful like you don't have time you're out there grinding we don't got time pictures. For that. yeah exactly it's like i don't have time to think about negative things to say to someone like i'm, I'm trying to go do something else you yeah, know i'm just like sure. jumping from thing to thing to thing like yeah. I, don't, I don't have time to deal with i honestly that. don't have time like <laughs> yeah. i think about it like i don't have time to sit and like think bad about like people are some people other, do. Some people are just listening work. to this podcast, just like typing out <laughs> hateful messages. To, They'll be on Reddit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Reddit is so good. Front page of the internet, but also like the underbelly of. No, I feel like Twitter is way more toxic than Reddit. Right. I, I feel like it all depends on like the subreddit who you yeah. follow on Twitter. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's a whole different. That's a whole different thing. I follow. I try to follow a good mix of different people. Like, I want to be influenced and understand what's going on here, here, and here. So I follow, you know, very conservative people, very liberal people. Mm-hmm. You know, I follow this person, that person, feminists, mm-hmm. um, misogynists. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why? I don't know any misogynists that I follow. Actually, no, I do probably one. I probably follow people not knowing that they are misogynists until yeah. I see some of their retweets. And I'm like, like you know how, like... Sometimes you'll see like a retweet, like not like click on the person that retweeted it. I'm no. like, why? I'm like, why okay, unfollow, that? bye. Yeah, <laughs> don't need that in my life. I don't need that. Yeah, I've I've been into muting a lot of people because there's people oh that I want to follow and I don't. It's like the best tool. Yeah, because then they're like, <laughs> then you're still friends, right? And they don't know that you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to see I the garbage that, yeah. on your time. I use that all the time. Do you have me muted? No. No, okay, I, so. I don't have you muted either. Okay, yeah. We're cool. No, I don't have you muted. <laughs> yeah. No, there's I, just like certain people that I'm like, oh man, I can't. For me, it's people that go on rants a lot that I, I mute. Like, I'll like go and like, like look through, like also like look at their profile sometimes, but like it's never like, I don't, I just don't need all that. Yeah. It's all too much rants. negativity. Yeah. And I can't get caught up in the negativity. 
Like, I have other stuff to do. There's people, there's some people who post their thoughts every 10 seconds. Right. And, like, one out of 200 are funny, maybe. And mm-hmm. it's like, do I really want to read the other 199 just to find, like, no. Good one? Yeah, no. I really like people that, like, start discussions or, like, yeah. like, logical discussions, I should say. Yeah. But if you're going to ask, like, a stupid question, I'm like, yeah, and I, I see people who are trying to start the discussions, but they do it with a tone that's already abrasive. And that's not the way to... That's not the way. No. If you want anyone... So, even if I have a completely wrong, like, understanding or thought of something, mm-hmm. if you come in defensive and you want to be like, you're wrong, blah, 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 no. and this is why you're wrong, I'm already going to always stick to my opinion mm-hmm. and thought. And it's never going to change it because I'm already defense up Mm -hmm. you know i'm like bearing in ready to fight so like i i remember reading about um benjamin franklin in his art of um debating people what he would do is he would agree with them walk to a point where then they mutually agreed and then slowly walk them to his point and so it's like you know where's our common ground what do we think about this blah blah blah. and then then you like me we have Mm -hmm. some type of relationship and if we disagree you're not going to hate me but you're not coming around the gate disagreeing with me that's so cool so i feel like nowadays that's really hard though because so like hard. when you start talking about a certain topic like let's not even name what it's going to be about if i if i start talking to somebody about something we don't agree on right away it's i'm right you're wrong right like well and you, like your your point's not valid i win you yeah. lose and i'm like i'm just trying to have discussion like i'm not trying to tell you you have to believe in what i believe or like or like have the same perspective as me but okay like but have you even thought about this like that's i just want you to i just want to say something and have you ever thought about may it may or not may may or may not be my point but have you thought about this point see i back to like my sister working at the coffee shop yeah there's a there's a um like a what's it called like somebody like, like a damn it like he goes like every day. Like he's like oh, he's yeah. like a regular. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I, regular. Yeah. Regular. He's a regular. Um, and his name is Flint. Shout out to you, Flint. He probably he's probably not listening. He's Shout like, out, Flint. He's like in his sixties or seventies. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, my sister's always like, oh, like he travels a lot. He does this and this. And one day I was sitting at at the brew and I caught like I I can feel like when people are like looking at me or like staring at me and like mm. I could feel that like somebody was looking at me and, like. I like looked to the side and this old man kept smiling at me and so like I smiled back like I kept typing and then um he he like kept smiling at me and I, I went up to my sister I was like do you know this guy like he, he was like smiling at me like I don't know what's going on like I don't want to like I don't want to be like mean if like I, I just want to tell him to like stop looking at me I was yeah. like I don't know a little and, creeped out right yeah. now yeah and I was like Leslie was like oh that's Flint I'm like oh okay so like I went back and like um, when I was walking back, I was like, hi, like, I'm Leslie. Like, I introduced myself. Yeah. He's like, hi, I'm Leslie's sister. Like, nice to meet you. He's like, oh, he's like, you're Leslie. He's like, that's why you look so familiar. He's like, he's like, I've been smiling at you this whole time because you look just like your sister. I'm like, yeah, we, we get that a lot. <laughs> but the thing is that he's a hardcore Trump supporter. Yeah. Like, he was reading books about philosophies on Trump being president. And I was like... And I didn't see the he had the the book face down. Yeah. And I was like just talking to him, and he turned it over, and I was like, Ugh. I was uh, like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm like, it's fine. Like, he had different views, it's fine. And then I like we were conversating about his travels and stuff, 
then I asked him, I was like, so, like, what book are you reading? He's like, oh, I forgot the name of it, but he's like, it's this book about Trump, like, you should give it a read, and I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm probably not gonna read it, but, like, I find it really cool that, like, you're so interested in this person that affects my life in every way possible, like, not just my life, but, like, my people's, like, being yeah. Mexican or, like, yeah like an immigrant not just mexican but like an immigrant and a human like every day and then he was like he's like what do you mean and like i explained to him like every way that like it affects he affects me or like his his um president yeah everything affects me he was like um he's like yeah we stand on like two completely different like platforms but he he didn't even know half of the things that i was talking about right so like it was never like. like a, how is he going to know about that right. if you don't have a conversation? Yeah, he was so like, I I expected him to be like, oh like you're wrong like this and that, but like we had like a really good conversation and like he goes Tuesdays and Thursdays and like, I I go Tuesdays and Thursdays and like whenever we can like we start conversating about like certain stuff. Yeah. But it was never like a, you're wrong, I'm right, and he like listened to what I had to say and he found it really interesting that like even with all those difficulties like that I'm still, like, trying to, like, like keep going forward because yeah. Trump Trump is making it so difficult, like, yeah. so, so difficult, yeah. I know he's trying to assault. So I'm fasting from politics because I get caught up in it way too much. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally is, like, when I get up in the morning, it's the first thing I think about and, th- and listen to and do all this stuff all day long. Okay. And so my church is doing, like, a fast. And so I, like... They're like, give up something that's going to be very difficult for you to give mm-hmm. up is politics. So I'm not trying to read it, understand what's going on. But still, it's like it influences your life and you see like things. Like currently? Yeah, currently. Like So right now I'm not. But I know about the fact that he's trying to deport one million. ISIS trying to do one million. That's so hard because like. It's all around us all the time. 24-7. I don't know how you're doing that because. You can't look at It's so later. important too, you know. <laughs> it's so important too, you know. Yeah. I'm only doing it for this month. So okay. it's not it's not like for the rest of my life. I'm just okay. like up until July, I'm not. Doing, oh, you have a couple of days. You're yeah. Good. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's not, but it's something that I love to know what's mm-hmm. going on in the world. Yeah. But then it's like this. What I realize is like a lot of this stuff doesn't affect me, even though I get angry about it. Or, and the media just wants to get you angry about it. Right. And so I'm just like trying to live this life where I'm like. But okay. that's so good that you get angry about it. Yeah. Because. I get angry. Some about, people. I get angry on both sides though. I see it on both sides. Right. And it The thing is me. that, like, some people don't get angry. Some people keep scrolling or, like, just, like, forget about it. And it's, like, that's called desensitization. Like, you're yeah. so... People are so, like, desensitized to, like, so many things. It's kind of... It is sad. Yeah. Like... That's... And the thing is, we have media in, you know, in the 60s, if you showed someone getting shot in the face, people would freak out. Right. But now and, we watch it all the time and yeah. do it on video games it's, and we're like used to it. I think our whole culture is desensitized on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like I can name thing after thing after thing that we're desensitized on. But I also shootings, think school shootings. School shootings. Biggest, yeah. I think that's the biggest one. Like, yeah. Some aren't even covered because of how often they happen. And I'm, yeah. I, I, I feel so we're bad just, for those we're families. Used to it. Well, yeah. I didn't think that it didn't even come onto the circuit until 99. So we've had twenty years ago school shootings started. We're we're just like used, we're numb to it now. Yeah, it's hard because there's just not. A, we can get rid of all the guns. That's that is one of the main things. But then it's like, 
how do you get rid of all the guns? And who is allowed to have guns? And do I trust the police? Are they allowed to have guns? Do I trust the military? Do I trust the government? Do I trust Trump with all the guns? You know what I mean? So it's, it's like... So, it's a hard... It's such a, it's such a sticky... Situation. But then kids are dying. So how do you deal with that too? So it's like... It's just this like... I don't know how to deal with it. So I just... I don't ignore it. But I'm like, this is sad. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. So... But I think that's good that you're taking a break from. Yeah, it's politics. been really good. That and then I try not to look at my phone after 8 p.m., mm-hmm. which is difficult too. So. After 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. That's when like Twitter's like <laughs> just the kidding. most just lit. Kidding. Yeah, and the most ratchet. <laughs> yeah, that's when the locals come Ew. out. It's great. Yeah, I see some the of the craziest lo- stuff. The locals. The locals. You're like, oh, local um, Twitter's out. Timon, we are locals. <laughs> yeah, we, we are, are locals. <laughs> I'm not posting <laughs> ratchet stuff on my Twitter though. That's... Me neither. Yeah. Okay. Good. I don't think I do. Yeah. No. I don't think so either. I see some people and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're putting out there. Like, more power to you. But for me, uh, I would feel very uncomfortable putting myself out there in that position. So. Yeah, I'm just very like. Yeah. I also like I work with like I said, nonprofits and ministries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then the people I'm part of like church world. I'm part of regular world i'm part of the party world i'm part of like all different cultures mm-hmm. and so i just try to stay maintain be authentic but also not i don't want to offend anyone right you know what i mean so like and so i just try that's to, so hard though like not offending people you, nowadays. yeah i'm gonna like, offend someone yeah but if you don't post you don't offend <laughs> you just mute and then they don't know that you muted them you still don't offend so it's if you saw my mute list it's not good I don't think mine's that very long. Like, yeah. I don't think mine's that long. I just got it. I got into it recently where I'm just like, I don't want to see this garbage. Right. I'm just going to mute it. But I don't know. Mute. Yeah. That's I, Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I think I only have, like, I don't even want to say how many people I have muted. Like, maybe like 10. Probably 100 maybe. for me. 100? Yeah. Maybe 50. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want. <laughs> now everybody's gonna be like, "Do yeah, you have me muted? muted?" Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. So you are probably muted. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're yeah. probably muted. <laughs> like and subscribe to this podcast, and I'll unmute you. <laughs> Send me a tweet, and I'll unmute. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Send me a DM, so we know it's real. Isn't that crazy though? How like social media is like one of our like number one ways of like communicating. Like, it's crazy. I think I, I think it's crazy how like Twitter has like keeps us like I don't want to say like connected, but like. It's, oh, yeah. no, it keeps... I'm well aware of a lot of different things that I never would have been yeah. aware of. One time, I was... Um, I was... Uh, so I, I got in this, like, Twitter rabbit hole, and I went down, and it was part of Indian politics. Okay. So, like, from India, because it was just... I don't know what it, what it was. I Someone had commented on it. I was looking at posts. So sometimes I'll see a post, I'll, I'll click on it, and I'll scroll through and read the comments because mm-hmm. some of the best stuff happens in right. the comments. Like, and some of the most idiot, <laughs> idiotic people are there. And someone was like, don't hate us. We're from India. So I clicked on his stuff and started looking at other things that he was retweeting yeah. and stuff. And oh, I, so you were like getting like deeper and deeper. Yeah. And then I, so like his whole subculture was Indian. And I found out that there are, you know, like your classic – Republican, conservative, these are libtards, these are the, 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 you know, yeah. like that type of person. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? If you yeah, can imagine yeah. someone just on Facebook commenting about how libtards and this and that, and mm-hmm. just like saying those type of phrases, and that is an Indian culture, but for Indian politics. Okay. They're using American words 
to describe their politicians what? in India. So they're calling politicians that they don't like libtards. Oh. They're calling stuff like that. Like, it was so That's weird. Strange. Yeah, it was so weird. That is it was so like, weird. and they're like trolls. They're literally trolls, but they're Indian trolls for yeah. their considered. Not, I don't know if they're. I don't know what what their party mm-hmm. was. You know, what I mean, or where their party stood because it was all in Indian. I didn't understand it, but they were using American words. Were so you was, able to like translate the tweets? You can translate some of them, mm-hmm. and then they're putting in like they're using Indian words, and and it's like Indian English, yeah, like, kind of like Spanglish, yeah. I would yeah. say. So it was just like, it was crazy. And they're trolling and doing all the same things that I've seen happen in our political mm-hmm. world. But I saw it in India. And, what did um, you say? I, 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 was, I, I just, I saved the tweet and then I followed a bunch of politicians. So now that I see that stuff. Because <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. So like now part of my Twitter is India politics, what? which is crazy. Yeah. They, uh, they're very interesting. The one funny thing I thought was... Sorry, I'm talking. But no, 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 no. The one funny thing that I thought was just, like, really interesting is they were going through, like, why they hated this political party. And then they're like, this person needs 100 tight slaps to the face or something like that. And that <laughs> was the, like... I was like, what's going on? I'll see if I can find the tweet. You're like, that's strange. Uh, it was so weird. It was so weird. But, uh, you know, that's just, like, that's the stuff that, that, that uh, you get caught up in sometimes, you know? That is, that is Twitter. And you can get... That's that's just how you can be connected to so many different things. Like, okay, here we go. I feel like for me, Twitter is like the one place where I get an insight on politics, but I'm not so like like involved in it. I feel like the place where I mostly like, I feel like I'd rather use sites like actual like websites yeah. over twitter because you never know like the information you're getting yeah it's not real yeah that's why i try to not base any like so anything off this of guy's it. hating on muslims but he's an indian politician and i was just like reading what he was saying it was all in english i'm just like what is going on he's calling like ball headed and rectums how many rectums can be part of this country these, i was like what is this emojis like, what is this language I, so, They're, although like the responses are like laughing emojis, when is there gonna be a halal what's up coming up soon? Like, it doesn't like, even make sense. Yeah, that's I'm, just so strange. Yeah, it was weird. That's why I sent myself. And there's a couple other ones, but um, it said something about tight slaps, and I couldn't find that one. But it's like you pinned that tweet. Like you're like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I would that would offend a ton of people. I should pin that tight slaps tweet. I'll find it sometime and send it to you. No, it is. It is it, uh, with the way the internet's going, we, we don't know what's real and what's not. And they're able to right. fake stuff. So easily. So easily. And then there's people out there that, like, just, like, believe the first thing they see. Right. I I used to, like, read stories and be like, um, what? Like, is yeah. this true? Is this not? So, like, it's better just to, like, like find it, like, I don't know. What even is true? <laughs> like I'm right. just like wondering, like what is true? You remember uh, Coney 2012? Oh my god! <laughs> oh right? my god! I don't god. even know if that was true or not. I know there was some stuff that happened, but I heard that he wasn't even in the country or he's left the country ten years. Um, ago. I, don't I don't even know. think it was a real thing. And me being like the stupid like freshman that I was, like <laughs> it was so like it was so believable because mm-hmm. the video. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry because of how like. The memories that it's bringing back. I didn't watch but the like, video. 
me and my friends were like, oh my God, we're going to buy posters. <laughs> and we're like, we're going to buy Coney posters and like put them all around town. And like, it was so believable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I just know that there was like something that wasn't real about it. I just, that was one of the first huge social media outrages. Right. Like if I can remember, that's what mm-hmm. was. It got huge. I Everyone, totally forgot about that. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Can we ever stop him? Is he? I don't even know. Did they actually make any shirts? I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I remember, like me and my SRT like friends were like, we're gonna buy posters. Yeah. Or like this was way before. Wait, yeah, I was in high school. It was like my freshman year. It was like, buy, buy posters, buy T-shirts, stickers. Like, <laughs> let's make awareness of this problem. And it was like, I don't think it's even true. Yeah. I don't think it, it was a whole either. campaign like it was yeah I'm sure there are kids that that scenario is really happening right. in Africa now I believe that but I don't know if that specific scenario happened you know I don't know I don't I'm not I just that's what I thought I of. just remembered about that 2012 eight years ago that's crazy that's just wild but yeah there's a lot of Twitter there's a lot of outrage and people don't know the actual source and then you can make anything like you can make any scenario and t- tilt it and taint it in a way that everyone believes it's one way when in reality it was a totally different way. And so That's so scary. It's scary. It's scary when our media takes it. I don't know if you remember where like um the the kid in the MAGA hat or mag MAGA hat was yeah. and the drums were beating mm-hmm. with the that the, whole like encounter yeah. with the other group. Yeah. Yeah, and that. when you actually look at the original source footage, it was completely portrayed one way in mm-hmm. a whole world got up in arms about it now i was pissed off at that kid i'm like why in the world would you go and attack someone in a drum circle when in reality i don't know if you pay attention but in reality he was standing his whole uh like they're all waiting for the bus and then they came at him Mm -hmm. and he didn't move and then then being adults being adults and and he was like a 13 year old kid or some 16 year old kid it's like and there were people who were like newscasters and whatever mm-hmm. calling for his death are they're you like, serious yeah they're like this kid you know there was some major things they're like dox him we need this we need this when you get rid of this and i'm like they were there's a lot of hatred and just this outrage for it and so it got really bad I think that is like the point where like you cross the line like yeah. i honestly on someone i that? do not care if you are like the biggest supporter of a different belief of mine I will never wish death upon like anybody. Yeah. Like that's like the that's like uh, That's when you know that what you believe is I feel like wrong. Yeah, like, like if you believe that someone should die because they don't believe the same way as you, that means your belief isn't strong enough to persuade that person that you have to use force to make you believe what you believe. Like that scares me up. a little bit. Like that is fucking scary. Yeah. Like, oh I want you to die because we have different views on this. Yeah. And it's um, not good to good on anyway yeah but it so that's one instance of that happened there it's happening all the time on all different levels and it's not just one political party not one uh, media group it's all over it's just misinformation so i don't really believe anything i try not to believe a lot of stuff or find it from credible people right it's tough though I I don't know. And then it's I just, just a whole di- it's just a whole situation. Thirty days of not dealing with it. It's I should do awesome. that. Yeah. I'm not even that invested into it, but it does like it permeates everything. Yeah, permeates it's definitely everything. something I think about a lot because anything that goes on in like the White House, anything affects me and seven hundred thousand other people with like 
the dream act so like yeah. anything that happened is like really really important yeah, yeah. 700,000 dreamers 11 somewhat million right um, illegals and they're all part of our communities they're all part of mm-hmm. our culture yeah it's like it's not good whenever um, I don't know if you remember when Trump actually wanted to like end Axe the dreamer act yeah, yeah. but 2017 yeah like okay yeah. like what are you like do you know how many people like our That's teachers like work in the government yep like it's just you don't he doesn't take into consideration like how it affects everything yeah or doesn't think about the fact that they're one like humans yeah like just like that alone should yeah. be like justified of like not having to do anything just rip them out right and throw them somewhere humans else humans have dreams have families have kids yeah. you know but yeah and the fact that you know people have been here so i'm guessing you're a dreamer yes so 18 years of your life there's no way that you're part of where you're originally from's culture you're part of goshen's culture you you've acclimated and when you get taken back to that it's like a third world yeah. i mean it's a totally I, different yeah i went i went to mexico in 2016 yeah and that was when obama was president there was a permit that you could get like you had a i had to apply and pay for this permit i forgot how much it was it was it was expensive but like you could travel outside of the country for two like for i think there's like four reasons it was like humanitarian reason school work or i forgot what the other reason was but i went to mexico because my grandma was sick at the time and they gave you a time frame in which you could leave for two weeks so okay. like I had from like I think it was like August to December I could choose two weeks between those those, those months two, yeah. to go to Mexico and I I did I I was in Mexico and I was like I felt like it's my home like like Aguascalientes I was in Aguascalientes and like I felt so comfortable and like, I loved cool. it but like when I would go places and talk they're like oh you're not from here I'm like, yes, I am. I'm like, I'm born here. Like, oh, but you don't live here. I'm like, how do you know? They're like, your your accent. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what accent? What? Like, when I talk in Spanish, I feel like I don't have an accent. But like, my aunts pointed out, they're like, yeah, like, you guys like talk differently because you're from the states. Like, I'm like, but I'm from here. They're like, no, like you've lived there your whole life. It's and it's a weird concept to understand when people are telling you like, this isn't where you're from. Even though it's like, this is where I'm from. Yeah, because you've lived somewhere like for your whole life yeah or most of it because you don't i don't remember my childhood right but like my early early years but it's like my aunts were like no like you're not from here like yes i am but like i wasn't raised here but like i'm from here they're like yeah but like it's your culture and everything but you've just been away from it for so like so long yeah but i definitely want to go back oh yeah i want to live there for a while i want to live in mexico for a while heck yeah take your rv Huh? Take, Take my RV down to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's like breaking, like breaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> Make a little math, bring it back. No, no worries. Please don't. Yeah. Do you I'll see people fine. doing drugs and stuff while you work in the RV factories? Is it surprisingly prevalent? no? Okay. Or like, I don't think I'm that aware there. Yeah. Just because like we're running. Yeah, like, you're going from thing to thing. And yeah, like I don't. They're really, not doing it right in front of you. Maybe. I will pay it. To, I'll let you know if I see anything. Okay. Says. Yeah, holler at me. I would love to know. I know people that sell drugs to people in the RV fit industry. Oh. Like uh, pills and stuff. Okay. You know, that's that's, that's me. No, just, yeah. Nah. Her, no. Her name's Sadie, and she sells drugs. <laughs> hey. 
No, we, you, you get, we can't say that right now with my with me having a dream act. I'll get taken. You can find her at Sadie Sanchez <laughs> <No>. Photography. <laughs> for the low. For the low, you know what I'm saying? She's got no. that good price. Uh, after 8 p.m., that's when she comes out. It's the local local Sadie. That's the time I leave my house. Now, <laughs> yeah. now if I, you're working up at 4.30, you have to be at work at 4.30. There's no way. Unless you are. I would not be up at like 8, 10 o'clock. I wake up at... Well, I go to sleep really late. Like, my sleeping schedule is, like, completely off. And, like, yeah, I have vacation till the 15th of July. Oh, nice. So, um, I know my sleeping schedule for work is going to be Just all over the place. garbage. Yeah. No sleep sometimes. <laughs> I've gone times where, like, I get no sleep and go to work. Oh, my word. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. I'll, I'll crash. I can't handle that. I, I need my eight hours. I'm just, yeah. Sleep. I'm not. I have all these questions for you. And, uh. We're at like an hour and thirty oh my already, God. which is cool. We get, we can, we don't have to go very much longer. I'll, actually, a lot of these questions I asked already, so didn't even know I was asking them. <laughs> um, I guess you know I kind of want to talk. There's a couple things I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to decide how I want to do this. I know that you're big into music, mm-hmm. and uh, I see your pictures all the time of going to concerts. And you met someone, someone famous. Oh my God. Yeah, so. I, I would love to know what was the first concert you attended and what's your favorite concert? Uh, two, two questions right there. Oh my god. <laughs> Why are you putting me on the spot? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are you putting me to... on the spot like that? No. Tell me about um, you can tell me about the time that you The first concert I went to. Oh, that's hard. Like the first What's what made you like fall in love with going to concerts? I'm trying to think the first concert that I went to because I know it was Darius Rucker. At well, the, the thing is that I've, sure. I've gone to like, oh, I remember my first concert. It was um, Logic in Indianapolis. Oh, right. Um, a couple years ago. It was, my friends had her, my friends had tickets for like the pit section and me and my sister wanted to go and like very last minute, I was like, fuck it, let's just go. So I bought tickets last minute, booked at Airbnb in Indy and then I had like regular like like general admission tickets and then when we were in the airbnb i was like i'm just gonna buy pit tickets so we can be with our friends like with um or like my three guy friends and then i was like i don't care if like i don't sell like i resold the the other tickets general. not knowing that they it was sold out so i priced them for the price that i bought the pit tickets for so like technically like it evened out oh um, nice but were i didn't it's more expensive yeah oh very but, cool um so we we were in the pit and it was Joey Badass opened for yes. Logic. I love him. And then and then that was my first concert like lo- like seeing Logic. And that's when I was like a really really big Logic fan. Yeah. Like my sister was also a big Logic fan, so um, that was a lot of fun. And then my favorite concert ah, uh, I don't know. I would say um I can't choose, actually. It's a tough question. I would say, I can definitely say that Tyler the Creator is amazing live, and I love Tyler. He's probably one of my like I've seen him twice. Oh wow! And both of his concerts has just like blown me away. Like his his like stage presence and like the way that he like like everything all together is just like badass. Yeah, yeah. I I saw him in Chicago. And then I saw him in Minnesota. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. How about you? Any concerts? Any of your favorite? Not a huge concert person, but uh, I've gone to a bunch of small indie concerts. Okay. See, I I know like they're different. It's a different vibe. I I've never been in like I know like here there's a lot of like I like GB Co and Ignition. I've I've never been, but I know there's like it's like stuff in Fort Wayne. There's stuff in Warsaw. There's like this little little spots that you can go to and 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 watch stuff in like Winona Lake. Mm -hmm. Any favorites that you've seen? No, they're all pretty lame. So. Oh, <laughs> they, I went. To, they saw, suck. Uh, yeah, they they suck. Uh, I went and saw some indie bands in Chicago, and that was pretty. Actually, that was a lot mm -hmm. of fun. Um, but I want to go see uh, Young Gravy. Who? Young Gravy. Young Gravy. Yeah, he's in. Uh, <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's a rapper. Is he a rapper? Yeah, he takes like old school beats and then just Young raps gravy. about food and sexual things with food. <laughs> it's kind of weird but it's hilarious kind of, so, kind of weird kind of weird yeah but he's good like, young gravy yeah i mean i'm down to go like i literally will never like i will never say no to a concert like i don't yeah. care i don't care who it is if i can like escape for like hour or two like that's like the best feeling for when me. you're there and yeah. just in the moment with it yeah yeah for sure like, i haven't experienced that so i need like, to do that um I went with Abe to Saba's like listing party. Oh, sick! And that was on a Friday. I I didn't even know about it, but I had gone to Saba's um, John Wall Day like the year before. Mm -hmm. So like I I still listened to their music, and like um, Joseph Williams, I I listened to all of them. And then it was a Friday. I got home from work at two. And I was just like chilling in the living room, like on my phone. And then I get a message from Abe. He's like, "Hey, are you done to go to Chicago?" And I'm like, "I'm like sure." Thinking it'd be like, oh, he told he told me it was for a listening party at seven, and I thought we were gonna leave at like five like, to get there like right on time. He's like, "Okay, dope." He's like, "We're leaving at 3. And I'm like, "I'm like, um, okay." <laughs> like that's like 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 that's like 50 minutes from now. Yeah. So I was like. Okay, that, that's literally the fastest I've ever, like, showered and gotten ready. <laughs> I, like, somehow managed to get to, the, like, the college, which is, like, by yeah. my house. Yeah. I got there. Um, and then we went to that listening party. It was, like, first hundred get in. And oh, then after sick. that, you, like, don't get in. And then we didn't get home till like, five the next morning because we ended up getting a flat tire in Chicago. Oh, it was a no. whole, it was yeah. a whole thing. But, like, yeah, I'll never say no to, like, a concert. You're like, always down. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Freaking Abe. Shout out to Abe. <laughs> Shout out to Abe. Dude. I love you, Abe. Yeah, same. He has such a good vibe. I'm going to be sad when he leaves. He was having the time of his life at this listening party. Good. Yeah. Good. He has, he has such a great personality. Mm -hmm. I love him. I love his story. I've known him for a while. Mm -hmm. So it's just been cool to see. Because I knew there was a uniqueness in him. And it's cool to see Always. him yeah. pull out. And I think mm -hmm. there's a uniqueness in a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It's just his shined a lot brighter for me when I, when I was there. Yeah, I've, wow. I've known him since like middle school. Oh wow! Sorry, band days. Band days. What's uh? What instrument did you play? <laughs> I played. I started playing the clarinet, then I played the flute, and then I went back to clarinet because nice. I didn't like the flute. Yeah. Yeah. I played French horn. Ooh. Yeah. Like there was only like how many of you guys? There was four of us, four. which was kind of a little bit bigger than normal. Right. So. I played Goshen middle school. I think we only had like three and one of them was a girl i've i don't know i always found it super interesting like the french horn like it's interesting because like the sound like the sound but i just hated the like i just think they're so weird like, i think it's like yeah. the weirdest instrument ever i don't know why i picked it <laughs> i don't know why i was part of that but. like i could have been cool and done trombone or trumpet right. or something that like 
is cool. But. I vote. I always regret not doing percussion. Yeah. Always. Like, I regret not doing clarinet because I really? would love to do saxophone. Because just a good sax. Have you seen that video on Twitter of the parents? Um, this girl's dad learned how to play the saxophone and went to like a herd of cows. No, I've not seen this. I have this. to send it. I'll send yeah, it to you. send that to me. But, um, yeah. That would be hilarious. I've always... I, I regretted not doing percussion so much that I tried persuading my little sister do into it? doing percussion. And she's like, no. no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it'll be good for you. She's like, yeah. how? I'm like, well, like, once you learn, like, how to, like, do, like, instruments. And, and, like, well, first of all, if you learn how to, like, do, like, a, like, a, what is it called? Like, those cool, like, xylophone things. Yeah. You can, like, it's so easy to learn piano after that. Yeah. And then they the teach you, setup. and they teach you how to do piano. And, like, you can be in a band. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I would never be in a band because I'm not that cool. But I just think it'd be cool to, like, know how to, like, play. In, I don't know. Yeah, and drums. Every, everyone needs a good drummer. And just the how the beat. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just regret not doing percussion. Yeah. It's not too late. I can obviously take classes. And I, I actually have a friend that is a photographer slash, like, musician. So um, I thought about doing, like, drumming classes. But it's just, like, I need to make time for it. I have yeah. time. I just need to make time for it. Yeah, it's it, there's a lot of... You're, yeah, Catch so me, ignition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, getting it. I will, I'll that be sick. That be so sick. On a Thursday night. Yeah, I can watch that. What's it called? Cool. They have um. Like open mic. Open mic. Yeah, and it's I just you sing. on your drums. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing, so I'll just play drums. Dude, that would be kind of cool. Um. Okay, so two questions, I guess, and then we kind of wrap it up. Okay. Uh, I don't know what your time frame is or whatever. If you want to go back and see the little little baby or what whatnot. I don't know if you want to little baby didn't you was it your sister or cousin who cousin, had? cousin yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. go I'm see probably, Axel I think the visiting times are over oh okay yeah that's yeah but um so I wanted to open up the, the platform if you want to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. mental health okay. um you know you kind of talked a little bit about that right um but I don't know yeah I don't know if um my question that I asked Kayla, and I probably want I, I want to ask you as well, is mm-hmm. are what what are some common problems you think women in your generation, specifically your peer group, are dealing with? That you know, because I I have no clue. Right. Um, like, I don't. I would say. And I don't know if that would tie into mental health. I right. don't know if those are the same things. I think. But I want to let you. Um, you I can think, choose which one you want to talk about. I think there's a correlation between yeah. like what we're going through like in this like time frame and mental health like yeah i know a lot of like young like i know a lot of like younger girls struggle with like the way that quote-unquote beauty is seen now and how you see yourself and then that how that affects you mentally like for example like instagram and like the quote i want to i don't want to say expectations because they're not expectations they're like there and you shouldn't compare yourself to that but like if you see this and you see yourself as this it's gonna affect you because you're not gonna compare right but i think that's where like social media is really bad because you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others and yeah that can affect you really bad i'm like body image is a huge huge problem i even like everybody i feel like everybody struggles with body image even if you're not so like conscious of it yeah i'm fully aware of my body image issues and it does affect me and i go to therapy and it helps but it's always there 
Yeah. And then yeah. um, another thing I think women struggle with now is like just being like being you. I want to say like social social media has in a, again like another huge impact on like expectations for how you should be, how you should act, things you should follow, being this, being that, not being this or being that or like what you should be. And I feel like that affects you mentally because it's like it's it's like draining. Like you're trying to find who you are and then you see all of this stuff and it's like what what do I do? And that's where yeah. I was at a couple years ago like I'm very open about my mental health. Like, anybody that I meet, I'm like... And that's not the first thing I talk about, obviously, but I think it's fairly it's important. important fairly important yeah. Because if you don't take care of yourself, because your mental health is a huge part. Like, if you don't take care of your mental health, very slowly, you're going to start getting bad and not realize it. Like, I, like me, personally, I was doing very, very good. Like... I wasn't fully aware in like high school what it was that I was going through. Yeah. I I knew I was going through something and I knew that it was it was a I I would call it like a rough time or like yeah. a rough year or like a rough semester. But it was like it, it was like full on depression and I didn't know what it was. Like I I I wouldn't sleep. My eating habits were like trash. Like 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 yeah really bad eating habits i wouldn't sleep i was starting to slack off a bit even though like i really like prioritized education i was i was looking at my grades i was like damn like i'm starting to slack off a bit so like i would like pick it up and like motivate myself but there was always that like you're not doing good enough right there was always that like part that i was like what the hell like (laughs) like what what what's going on and then um senior year was probably the hardest for me like most of it had to do with the fact that that was the year that I realized that I wasn't eligible for like any financial aid for college. Mm. So like I would have to pay everything out of pocket. And like that was so draining on me because I was like, well, I'm going to have to find like a job right away. Then somehow like get all this money by the fall for like to be a full time student. There was no, <laughs> there was no way because yeah. adulting hits you like a bus and like like not to be rude, but like high school doesn't prepare you for adulthood. No, it <laughs> like, doesn't. at all. Yeah. But um. I, I definitely think that like that year was really rough for me i still didn't know what was going on because like my head was like in 10 different places because like i was like thinking about work and college and expectations and like just like everything after high school is kind of like a blur until yeah. you like Get step into, into it. it and you're like mm-hmm. fuck like i wasn't this prepared. is reality yeah. now yeah. yeah it's like definitely not prepared for it and then um after that i was like okay and then I had a breaking point where it was like, um, I wasn't so aware how bad I was because I wasn't doing anything. I would like, I went a summer. <laughs> I really hate talking about this because it's it was really bad for me. Yeah. But like I went a summer, literally, I had, um, it was a summer that I had no job and I had been working. I, I've always, I started working right as I could get my working permit, like 15 and a half, I think, yeah. is when I started working. Yep. I worked, I even when I was in high school, I worked a part-time job. I would do like babysitting. I worked at the electric brew. I worked at a store. Like I had always been working, but that summer I didn't, like I hardly left my house. I missed out on family, um, like family events. 
I didn't have a job. Like, I had money saved up, which, like, got me through it. But I didn't have a job. I had no motivation to find a job. I had no motivation to go to school. I had... And the problem with that, like, that that in itself was, like, a really big problem. But the bigger problem was that, like, I didn't know what it was. I was just, like... Why do I feel this way? Right. Like, why do I feel this way? And then that's when my mom was, like, all right, like, you need to go. You need to go, like, seek help. Like, do this go to therapy so I went to my doctor and I I broke down I was like I don't like I honestly don't know what this is like yeah. I talked to her about like how I felt what I haven't been doing she's like well what are you doing I was like like literally like nothing came to my head because I was doing nothing like I was literally doing nothing with my life and it's not that I didn't see a point in like life like I I have never like been like oh like life's not worth it like I don't personally I have never gotten like that bad but I was like what's my what what's the purpose yeah what's the purpose of this yeah so the first thing that was handed to me that day um was um antidepressants okay the that first that first day that I went to my doctor and spoke to her about my mental health the first thing that was given to me was antidepressants was that helpful High, high dosage um affects her really like really po- like it's a really strong antidepressant yeah and me being at the point that i was at what i was going through what my mom had talked to me about because my mom didn't really know much about mental health at that yeah. point so the first thing that i did was like oh my god this is like my this is gonna be like my like what's gonna help me get through this yeah. so i started taking those antidepressants and that was like the worst decision that I could have made. Really? Yeah. I don't believe in like that being the, the form of you getting better. Mm-hmm. Like it was the worst. It was the worst thing for me. I started working a little. Um, I started working at Dutchman after that. And I, I could feel how strange it was making me feel. Like I was, I feel like with anxiety, you're too aware of your surroundings. I could feel my pulse in my fingertips. Wow. Um, I felt like I was like dissociating all the time. And it was like the strangest thing. I didn't know what it was until I searched it up. I was like, why do I feel like I'm like here, but I'm not like asleep. But, like my body's like doing all the motions. Like, yeah. Um, my you head. felt like you were like, your body was doing it, but you're not really there. Yeah. I literally felt like a weird, like a weird, like experience. Like, um, like literally like a simulation (laughs) like my body was just like going through it and i was like talking but like my mind was like dead like it was it was so weird and then um i went to my doctor and i was like hey like like i really do not like this like i i first of all i already had bad eating habits and like i was at a bad like how is view how i was viewing my body wasn't the best like i was super thin I wasn't gaining any weight because I needed to like I needed to gain weight and then the pills itself would make me so sick that like I couldn't keep food down wow. or, like or I would like take them in between meals and then it would make like it would make me sick and then I wouldn't be able to eat and then so I was like this is not working for me so they I like started I, I didn't go like cold turkey on them like I had to like wean yourself yeah, off of, I had, yeah I had to get off of those um, but at the same time I was going to therapy which like I think therapy is the best yeah the best solution to like anything that you're going through like i know it's weird 
I when I first started going therapy to therapy, I was like, oh my god, like I'm not gonna open up to this lady. Like I don't know her. Like this is gonna be weird. Like I don't want her to know everything that I'm going through. But like you have to find who works best for you. Like right. Luckily for me, like the lady that I went like from my doctors, like they have another branch where they like offer like therapy. And luckily for me, like the first lady that I went to was like I don't want to say like the perfect match, but like we but, worked really well together. Yeah, you joke. So um. Yeah, it's it's not weird. It's not bad. You shouldn't be ashamed to go talk um, about your like whatever you're going through. Like it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be. You yeah. don't have to be like. You don't have to have mental health to go. Right. Through. I feel like it's just good to like go and talk. Like yeah. um, I've been to. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Been it's. I think it's great. Help like, me realize stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I also don't want to say don't take antidepressants because for some people, like that is the way to go like you can do duo like you can do medicine and therapy Mm -hmm. and for some people it's just therapy some people it's just medicine personally that's like for me personally i don't want to tell people to like not take pills because yeah sometimes people do need seriously yeah 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 Yeah. but you know it's been a it's been a roller coaster yeah oh Mm -hmm. i'm sure yeah uh so are you just going to the therapist now or are you are you your mental health wise do you feel like you've overcome a lot of stuff or is it still um i I have overcome a lot. I feel like most of it stems from we try to like the first thing, the first activity you do like with the therapist is like you try to pinpoint where this is coming from, kind of. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of like all over the place, but most of it comes from like like my childhood in a way, like just being. Those are the deep issues that have yeah, caused how yeah. you feel about and how you think about yourself. Right, and how then. You, yeah. Yeah, like all all those little inconveniences kind of add up, yeah. but I haven't been able to pinpoint like a certain thing, just because it's like everything affects everybody differently. Yeah. So like. And things take a little bit longer to heal. Some right. Some things may take longer to yeah. heal. Some things may take. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's okay to acknowledge the fact that you need help because. Yeah. Without knowing, I feel like I feel like for some time I was like I'm good. Like. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll get through it, and like. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll get through it. And then, I mean, if I honestly, like, if it wasn't for my mom and for my therapist or my doctors, like, I don't know where the hell I would be right now because right. I was in a really, I was in a really bad spot. Wow. And it was like, even like, I, I had, I had an old Twitter account that I deleted, but I would like, I looked through my tweets and I was like, I was like, damn, like, that was really bad. Like, I didn't know how bad it was. And like, I was like posting really like, bad like negative stuff like it was like it was like bad thoughts bad bad this bad that it was never anything positive that i was like looking forward to um yeah and then another thing like um and i want to talk about like how mental health isn't that talked about in like the hispanic culture Mm. like i feel like it's not okay to be like i'm going through it or like i'm depression and like right it's like it's something that's so taboo in like the like our culture i feel like it's my family is more like aware of it now like my mom like talks about it all the time or she's always asking me how i'm doing but like before this we didn't know what like what signs were symptoms anxiety depression all those things didn't Mm -hmm. know what those were Mm -hmm. even though people might have been dealing with it yeah and like especially men when men talk about it it's so like it's so taboo because you're 
you're seen as the head of the house and mm. like a man. Is that machismo? Is that what machismo, it is? Yeah. 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 Good job. I'm, I'm proud of you know that. Yeah. 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 Machismo. Like it's so like it's not talked about, and I think it's yeah super important. Like super, super, super important. I, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so too. I think it's we all have stuff that we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I've I don't know if I've ever had, I mean I probably have had anxiety and depression, but it's never been very prevalent. But it's like I have to deal with things and process things and understand things about mm-hmm. myself to fully yeah. understand who I am, mm-hmm. you know. And being fully authentically who I am makes me a lot happier than when I'm trying to mask. Yep. When I'm trying to do something mm-hmm. else. And I get a little worried. Like I think I've know s- scenarios of people who have taken antidepressants and it's really helped them. But sometimes I feel like people take antidepressants as an escape, the same mm-hmm. way that people do alcohol as right. an escape. Mm-hmm. It's just masking what the root is. And mm-hmm. sometimes you need to figure out what that root is and deal with it. And that's the life. Yeah. You know? I have, I know a lot of people that take antidepressants and, you know, like. And it that, works out for them. Well, yeah. yeah. I think for me, it was like all those physical symptoms that I was having. Like, I was not okay with. Like, yeah. like feeling your pulse in your fingertips is not a good feeling. I'm just going to tell you that right off the bat. Like, yeah, it sounds awful. Um, I would I, have hard, like. Grabbing stuff and touching huh? stuff. Like, grabbing stuff and you're yeah, just, like, Yeah, it was feeling. so strange. And, like, I was, like, shaking all the time. And, like, I'm pretty, like, I don't, like, well, back then, like, I weighed a lot less than I do now. And, like, I'm, like, I'm short. So, like, the dosage, first of all, was, like, too, too much for my body. Even yeah. when they were lowering it, it was still, it was still, like, way too much. Like, my, I don't think my body can even take, like, antidepressants because of, like, just all those side effects. Yeah. yeah but yeah. i'm glad i'm off of those wow yeah well, that's cool that's i'm glad that you're willing to talk about it openly yeah. uh, so like, what what was the thing that was you were dealing with in high school was it like was it depression was it anxiety or do you know what like it was i that think was? it's a mix of both yeah like um you think it was because social media or i wasn't even that active into, on social yeah. during high school i think it was mostly like for me Stuff like from the past well, honestly, I, I wouldn't say it's like expectations that were being placed mm. that I knew I wasn't going to able to meet yeah. because of things that literally hold me back, like not being able to attend college yeah. because of like, well, because I know a lot of people get like financial aid, even a little bit helps, but like not being able to get any at all, yeah. like having to pay everything out of pocket. Like I, I've, I have gone to I have gone to college and like one class cost me like $600 plus book and fees. And then like, yeah. And like when I do, when I was going, I was taking like three classes at once. Yeah. And I was taking, I took like a psych class. Yeah. Like that's, it's quite a bit. And like, I, the reason I'm not, I, I definitely want to go back to college. Like I know a lot of people are like anti-college and like yeah. all this, but I think it's for me, I think it's important. And, like, I definitely want to, like, get a college degree. But with, like, my circumstances, I want to know what I'm going for, like, 100%. Yeah. I don't want to take classes that, like, I don't want to go for one thing and then change my mind again and then, like, have to pay again. And then, like, that yeah. not benefit. Waste my, the you whole, know? yeah. Yeah. Time so, is important and valuable, especially if you're paying for it. Right. So, like, I, I definitely want to choose something, stick with it, and then... Yeah, go from there. That's, I think that's a wise yeah. decision. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Just the expectations of what is unknown. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what yeah. I think that's what it was because yeah. yeah it it wasn't social media back then because I wasn't that active on on socials like yeah. I had Twitter but it was like Twitter back then was like yeah like it was so chill. Yeah, it was completely different. It was all like, locals. There was like Twitter jail and all that fun stuff. <laughs> do, were you ever in Twitter jail? No. If you, <laughs> you, do you know what it is? If you would tweet too much, Twitter would send you to Twitter jail. No way. And you, it was like, I don't know how much time it was before you could tweet again. It's like 30 minutes or an hour. I forgot. I don't know. Time out you tweet You're just much. waiting to tweet again. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's that's old Twitter for Yeah, for I was us. probably, I have, I have also two accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably 2014 is when I really started being active. Uh, yeah. And Twitter is my favorite social media, too. I love Twitter. I know. It's so good. It's better than any other social media, I think. It's interesting. Yeah, I think um, you're right on with women are dealing with social media and mental health, and those mm-hmm. are combined. Yeah. And at one point, you were the best at what you were, you know, and you could, you, you know, we used to live in tribes of about 150 people. So when you compared yourself, yourself to 150 people mm-hmm. you're gonna be good at something right out of 150 people but now it's 7 billion mm-hmm. so you'll never be good enough yeah and it's like those standards are way unattainable and for men too it's like you know i don't know it's like i don't i can't look at twitter and expect people in my life to replicate those things because i'm only seeing a percentage of their life and it's not even real it's just a picture right of something you don't even know what's going on or anything yeah. yeah and like I tweeted I tweeted before and like several times that like I don't I don't mind like I don't care if we don't know each other if like if like I don't know you you don't know me I don't mind like like my messages like my DMs are like always open like anybody that's going through anything like like I'm always like open to like listen or like give advice or even like literally like listening might be just like the best thing ever for somebody that's going through something like yeah you can like like, you never know what other people are going through. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the fact that you've been through it just says there's hope. And you can and you can't just listen, but also the fact that you've been through it, there's there, there's a way through it. Yeah, well, like, another thing that really sucks about being so open about it is that people are like, oh, like... You're doing it for attention. Or like, or, yeah, you want to play the victim or doing it for attention. Like, that's never my... That's never my intention because, like... I'm growing from it and like why would I want to play the victim if I want to help like I I don't want to you know like yeah. I or I've seen like tweets of like locals <laughs> no mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen people be like oh like people like faking depression or like in, like everybody has a, a depression anxiety and yeah a lot of people have depression and anxiety and you're not helping the situation like yeah. like you never know how bad somebody has it and then you're saying that it's not real only yeah. makes it worse for them yeah. so um yeah. Yeah. yeah to those people shut up <laughs> shut yeah, up, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> get your negativeness <laughs> off of yeah so uh your dms are always open shout always. out everyone well, do you want to shoot over your uh what, what is your twitter handle? uh my twitter is s-a-y-d-s-v sadie without no e that's v yeah my two last names yeah that's at S A Y D V S A Y D S V. There we go. Yes. S A Y D S V. I've written down so. Okay. So oh, cool. I wanted to make sure that we were good to go. 
Um, we're at two hours now. Oh my goodness. So let's, we can wrap it up. Okay. But, uh, That's so long. Awesome. Yeah, no, it, but it doesn't even feel like that. Right. But I, you just have such a cool heart and you're very creative. Thank you. And it's been a pleasure talking oh, to you. I'm going to cry. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starts uh, crying. Follow at um, Sadie Sanchez. <laughs> it's like the Yeah. And uh, any other places that people can find you? Um, no. Cool. All right. Sadie Sanchez Photography. Yep. And Twitter at S-A-Y-D-S-F-E. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Sadie. You had such great things to say. Really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, Guys, if you really like this conversation, you know, her DMs are open. Uh, Shoot her a message or, um, you know, both her and I are willing to talk about um, the things we talk about on our podcast to anyone. So I really appreciate you guys just taking time out of your day and listening to our conversation. I really appreciate Sadie for being willing to open up and have this discussion. Um, just was a real blessing. So, uh, guys, please like and subscribe uh, if you want to hear more cool uh, conversations. I'm going to try to get more uh, people to interview. And uh, if you're a local business in the Goshen area and you want to do some advertisements, uh, my DMs are open. So. Um, But guys, uh, this is another installment of Tim's podcast. You guys have an awesome day. Bye.